Good morning. You're listening to Morning Musings on Divine Mercy Radio with Matthew Hogan. And now, here's Matthew. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Morning Musings. My name is Matthew Hogan, and today I'm joined by seminarian Adam Urban here for the Diocese of Salina. And today we're just going to talk a little bit about mission and community. Maybe take everyone through a little bit of the process of like that actual discernment, because discernment isn't the easiest of processes. And what are some of the things that really helped you through that? Because we all have to discern a vocation in some way, shape or form, whether that's married, priesthood, religious or single. What was it like for you? Yes. When it comes to discerning a vocation, I think what was very important to me is to have people around me who had done it and had experience in it, whether it's good married couples, priests, religious. And like the foundational element of my discernment is that God wants me to be happy. God has a plan for my life and he doesn't play with my life. If you remember those three things, that will take you a long way in vocational discernment. Like the Lord is not playing games with our life. He's a God of light and life. So like the first words in the scripture are, let there be light, like let there be clarity. And so knowing that foundation really helped me to step into this idea of like, okay, Lord, I need a disposition to say, here I am. Just like the scriptures, like that phrase is repeated over and over again, starts with Abraham. Like, here I am, Lord, I come to do your will. If you pray that honestly, the Lord over time will show you. And so I, I did. I was praying that in college. I was praying that in Dodge City. And I was I was surrounded by people that were, were living the faith, who believed deeply, men and women of faith. And so they helped guide me. And it's very hard to describe a calling because each one of us is called in different ways. Like the Lord speaks to each of us differently because he knows us very intimately. He knows us more than we know ourselves. And basically, I can just say like, over over time, I just felt a draw more and more to live a priestly life and to dedicate my life to ministry. And if I was honest with myself, I always found a joy in what I was doing. And so it gets to a point where if someone is really discerning marriage or really discerning the priesthood, they have to make a step. And so if you feel called to marriage, you need to ask uh, someone out. You need to enter into a relationship. Same with the priesthood. So it got to a point in my life where I just needed to go to the seminary to see many people think that the seminary is like a permanent thing. Once you go, you're definitely going to be a priest. And uh, that's not the case. Seminary is a place for men to go and many men leave. And it's actually great because they hear and they find their vocation in seminary and it's not to the priesthood. So for me, I was just like surrounded by people who wanted the best for me. And at some point I just knew like, if I don't go, I'm never going to know. And I know the Lord is not playing with my life. He's not trying to trick me or play games with me. And so I went and uh, really like in the seminary since I've had like good clarity, a lot of peace and joy knowing like this is a beautiful life. This is a fulfilling life. There are very few things that I could do that would would be more satisfactory than working with others and like living totally for the Lord. So that's how I discerned. So do you think one of the most important aspects of seminary to some degree would be the community then? Very much so. Seminary communities play a huge factor in a man's formation. In fact, the rector of my seminary, he claims that the seminary community after God and the man himself is the greatest formator. Because community life, it's going to bring a lot of challenges, but it's also going to bring a lot of like opportunities and a lot of joy. So without being with a group of brothers, I 
think it would be much more difficult to learn how to live a priestly life. Same with women in religious orders. The community shapes us. It teaches us what we need to work on, and it, it brings out the best in us, just like a football team or basketball team or baseball team. They try to bring out the best in each other. That's how seminary formation works. And so you really need your brother at the seminary in order to, to be challenged, but also to see your strengths and see your weaknesses. Yeah, I've heard that's one of the most important aspects of a lot of men's groups that you'll see, even like Knights of Columbus or even the Daughters of Isabella for the women, as you were talking about, too, where it's like this close, basically like even sibling relationship type idea of like you have each other's backs in times of difficulty and you also celebrate together in times of success and stuff like that. So like there's even opportunities, I'd say, for lay people in that regard to experience some of that community. It's just a matter of actually being able to take the step and reach out and find that community because it doesn't necessarily come to you like you were talking about to go back to the Fort Hayes Campus Center like in order for you to experience that original those original relationships you had to make the choice to go there it wasn't just something that was oh yeah here it's going to be handed to you Yes. Good community is very possible and necessary for lay people, but they're going to have to really be intentional in finding it and starting it and then keeping it going. It is a necessary component of lay life is to have community outside of the family, outside of your spouse or your, you know, your husband or wife. It's something that the church needs to facilitate more of, of is like actually a good community in where, in which people can grow in the lay state and be challenged and be vulnerable and and learn and laugh and really share life. And this is where like Bible studies would come in very good handy. Yeah, just like lay groups and, and apostolates. And I have seen it done and it's, it's really effective per prayer in action, because I saw you did team, I think, in Dodge City Diocese. Yeah. Was that what got you to work there originally? Yes. Really? Yeah. So when I was going to Fort Hayes, I was like any other college student. I needed things to do in the summer. And I was studying biology and chemistry. I was planning on going to medical school. And but as I was studying, I was getting more involved in ministry at the campus center. And so one of my roommates who now lives and works down in Dodge City, we worked together full time. He said, you know, Adam, they're starting this program called Prayer in Action. Would you be willing to help get it going? And I said, well, I suppose I didn't have anything planned for the summer. <laughs> and I was like, you know, it's really, it's very different than what I had been doing in previous summers, but I would be more than happy to do it. And so I, I knew about the program. It was very popular in Salina. And so me and five other uh, college students from Southwest Kansas and young adults, we got it going. That was the first year of prayer in action in Dodge City. That was my first introduction into the diocese. And it changed my life. Like this program changed my life. And it was after that summer that I came back for my junior year of college. And it was, it was after that summer that I first had the thought of like, I could see myself doing full-time ministry. Like, it was that good. It was that fulfilling. So then I went down there for the second summer with many of the same teammates to really kind of solidify the program. And then when I didn't, when I didn't go to medical school, Dodge kind of reached out to me and said, hey, you've worked for us for two summers. We're looking for someone to do full-time ministry. Would you be willing to do it? And I said, sure. I don't have anything else. And it seems to fit. So that's when I moved down to Dodge City. But it was through the program of Prayer in Action, which started in the Salina diocese with Father Gail Hammerschmidt. That was really my first introduction to Dodge City, but also more importantly even was like the first introduction to like ministry 
full time working with high school students. It was it was awesome. I'm still in still in contact with that original team and I made friends for life that summer. I'll never forget it. My experience with mission work was I've done Totus Tuus and Camp Voitua. I don't know if you've heard of camp, yes. but both of those summers were just extraordinary, like so great. And you get put out of your comfort zone so many times and you sit there and you're like, you're like, if I had actually known about all that before, I may not have done it, but then I would have been so much worse off for not doing it <laughs> Right. because it helps you grow so much by being able to look at that and be like, yeah, I didn't have any idea how rock climbing worked, but then they took us up into the mountains at 8,000 feet and said, hey, here's a sheer rock face and you're going to go up it. <laughs> right. Then you do and you feel like you can conquer anything. At least that was my experience. Yes. So mission work is something that I really hope more and more people can do at least once in their lives. I don't think everyone is called to full-time mission work, but we are all called to be missionaries. And so I think it's good for us to be able to learn how to be missionaries. We will now return to the Sunrise Morning Show.